What's going on? Welcome back to this week's episode of Glowing, Glowing Up. Up with Esther and Caroline. Ugh. Your partners and all things about getting glowy. Your friends, your, your family. Sisters, dare I say. I'm really pushing the sisters thing. Your soulmate. Brother, sister, like. Mother, child. Mother, child. Pet. Boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> like, <laughs> are we dating? I don't know. <laughs> what are we? Where are we? I need um, a label on this. We are loving all your emails, loving. your Facebook messages, I mean, your Facebook group. Everything, your enthusiasm. Yes. Your commitment to the glow up. Yes. Um, thank you for all the reviews you're writing for us on iTunes, and please continue to subscribe, rate us, write reviews, share us, join Send our Facebook group, email us, glowinguppod at Gmail, follow us on Instagram, glowinguppodcast. Let's get this dialogue going, We're baby. family. Glowing up is a two-way street. <laughs> <laughs> we can't glow up without you. And nor you without us. No, I'm just kidding. You can definitely do it without us, but we, we need certainly you. I need you. We need you and your tips. Um, so. We have so much to talk about. We really do. Um, I'm going to start us off with a crazy food thing. Oh, yes. So I watched this. Food doc- Queen Esther. I know. This is, this is going to throw you for a loop, I think. Maybe, I don't know. I watched a documentary on Netflix called What the Health, and Ooh. I think I saw some, like, fancy yoga person that I follow post about it. Like, everyone must watch this, and I had it in the back of my head for a while, and I was I was home, whatever, and I watched it. And I highly – I do recommend people watch it. I'm really – it's – there's a lot going on. I'm still processing it, but mm. basically it's called – so I said – I'll say it again. What the Health on Netflix – and it's all about how meat is bad for you. It's kind of crazy. Like, basically, it just is. the message of this doc is, like, go vegan. And, you know, I, I feel bad saying that because I want people to watch it with an open mind. And I think you can – maybe your message will be different, but I'm curious for people to watch it and whatever. And I'm not, like, on the, oh, I'm vegan train, like – I'm not that person. As you know, like, I love a McDonald's cone. I love a sta- uh, Shake Shack. Like, I love all of the fun white trash things in life that I enjoy. But this really motivated me to, like, stay hardcore on my no-dairy track to mm. potentially stop eating meat f- for now. Um, but it, the thing that's tough is they also said, like, fish is not good for you and eggs are not good for you, which is really I mean that's tough for me. Like I'm not ready to give up eggs and fish, but I do feel like maybe I'm transitioning. I'm like, you know, vegan-ish. I am as well vegan-ish. Mm. I'm a proud, proud passenger on the vegan-ish train. Okay. In an ideal world, I would be pescatarian, I think. Sure. Um, and I really do try to limit my meat and have it maybe once a week. If at all, and I try not to eat pork. It's so hard though because it's so ingrained in me that like chicken and meat is like a good source of protein. Like I, we were, you know, teens or something. I that age ish, like when Atkins was at the forefront of the world, yeah, and tough. so I feel like that's still 
in my mind that like I mean, protein is good, carbs are bad. But now when I watch this documentary, I feel like I'm getting the opposite message. And one of the things they say is like the farming, the meat industry wants you to be confused. That's the whole thing. It's like if there's confusion out there, like everyone can kind of succeed and like you'll eat meat and you'll eat all the things that you're confused by. So I don't know. I'm just really processing still what I saw. And like I said, I do recommend people watch it. Maybe this can, this is a good thread for the Facebook group and you can email in your thoughts, what you think. But I also think you should watch and tell me what you think about it. Um, I think at the end of the day, though, if we do eat meat, I think we should always be thoughtful of where our meat comes from. Yeah. And make a concerted effort to eat, you know, I mean, again, this is like somewhat maybe cost prohibitive to some, but you know, having organic or like home hormone free chicken or, you know, just feeling like you're purchasing meat that comes from an ethical, not like a big company that, I don't know, abuses its chickens or has unethical yeah. practices. I mean, I can always feel better about or even for my Jewish friends out there buying meat from a kosher a kosher meat market. Mm-hmm. You're getting like cleaner meat usually. I mean, it's tough. For for me, at the end of the day, I think I've talked about this before, I think that the Mediterranean diet, which is one that's high in healthy fats, nuts, seeds, beans, legumes, rice, because you know, Esther, that, of course, beans and rice when eaten together are a complete protein. I mean, we can get oh. protein from so many other places, and it really isn't about pure protein. It's about the amino acids. Right. And making sure we get all, what is it, like 23 of our essential amino acids. I, I mean, it's it's nutrition is a – I'm definitely not a certified nutritionist, but I know – I mean, I am. <laughs> speaking, yeah, you are. I mean, it's hard. I don't want to sound ignorant or uneducated. But you don't. I mean, it's – I don't know. Like, like I said, I'm just – I feel like I'm in a state of almost paralysis slash confusion over it because, look – there is no way I'm going to go through the rest of my life and never have a ice cream cone or, like, a cheeseburger. Like, that's not a world that I can live in. Like, I'm going to have to eat those things again at some point in my next however many years. Oh, no. But I feel so strongly, like, the things that I saw in this doc, like, I'm – forgive me if this is disgusting, but, like, they called milk cow pus and, like, I cannot – Oh, it has blood and stuff in it. Like – Because they attach the – they attach the um, the milking. It's not a human hand that's really milking cows for the most part. They attach these mechanical Ugh. milkers to their udders, and they, they milk them raw, and there's blood and Ugh. pus in the milk. I mean, yes, I definitely do not. I do not drink milk right. at all. I'm pretty it's... much dairy-free. But – and when I – and I try to only eat, like, sh- cheese made from, like, sheep's milk or goat's, mm-hmm. goat's cheese, goat milk, whatever – the point is, yeah, all that stuff is really horrifying and it can really trip you out. I'm definitely feeling super motivated to, like, attack a vegan lifestyle and we'll see. But like I said, I, I don't I – mean, beans are – can I just say beans are so amazing? I'm, like, the biggest bean fan. Beans in the crock pot, a black bean soup. Beans just are so filling to me and they're, like, my dream meal or, wow. like, a big fixture in a salad for me. And they're so proteinous and so – they're so filling and they're so full of fiber. I mean, once you start love affairs with different areas of food, 
it'll it doesn't feel so overwhelming like oh god i can never eat meat again i mean there's so many other areas to fall and fall in love with that's so true think about it positively and i just want to i'm a big advocate yes the mediterranean diet a highly alkaline diet we should all be having in my opinion what works for me a diet very heavy in dark leafy greens or i post this in the facebook group the Dr. Wheel's anti-inflammatory food oh, pyramid. I, I mean, look at that. I love Dr. Wheel. He's like this. He looks like Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and I think he like w- works with Origins. Maybe you've seen his face at the Origins counter at your local Macy's or Bloomies. But he's this like big health guru, and he is really big on anti-inflammation. Inflammation is linked with like so many health problems, everything like cancer, skin problems. Like inflammation is really like our number one enemy in our bodies. And his anti-inflammatory food pyramid is so amazing. And when you look at it, you're like, damn, that makes sense. That's how I want to be eating. Heavy leafy greens, heavy vegetables, fruits, legumes. And like at the top is like one glass of red wine a night, one to two, or like some dark chocolate. And it's just oil, healthy oils. I mean, look up the anti-inflammatory food pyramid. And it has and eggs and other animal products are one to two times a week. And that's what a lot of health food people say. That's okay. That's, that's what Kim Snyder says, like eggs and dairy and stuff is like one to two times a week. I thought Kim Snyder is like full-blown vegan. Though. No, I think when you get to the later stages or at least of her like glowing up plan, eggs and um, and dairy but not like cow dairy, hmm. sheep and goat dairy, whatever. I mean, this is like it, this is such a real conversation. I know. It's so real. It's and so dark. And I really want – nutrition is a huge part of glowing up. It's it's basically the whole table. It's the whole thing. Yeah. And I think that my goal, just like, I know I sound like so down about this, but it it's just, it's so much to process. And I feel weird, like, talking about it because I don't know, I don't know what the answers are. But, I, I mean, I will say, like, when every time I eat at Chipotle, my meal there is vegan. And it's so easy. It's affordable. Yes, like, I just get the yes, rice, exactly. the beans, the veggies, like, guac, lettuce, and salsa it's like that's an easy vegan meal it's filling so i know that this is possible i'm just i don't know what lies ahead but i think my goal for the next week is for sure to like attack that vegan lifestyle and Mm -hmm. give it my best go i love that thank you i mean my one of my go-to big meals is like a big huge like make your own taco station and it's like a big thing of black beans you've got your mexican rice I make a little soy riso. So easy to make. Ooh. I mean, we don't want to be eating too much soy product, mm-hmm. of course. But, I mean, I love – I just love – I love I, – I like meat and I have it once in a while. But I love everything else so much. Yeah. So I, I think of it positively. Like, think of the love affair you're about to go on. Well, that's the thing that drove me so crazy is that, like, I don't even like chicken. I eat chicken salads every day at work because that's what I thought is the healthy choice. But, like, this message is, like, that chicken is not good for you. And I'm, like, mad because I don't even like chicken. Wow. That's um, so real. It's too real. I'm telling you, truly. beans, girl. Uh, yeah. Beans and rice and, like, getting filled up on, like, that stuff. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Like, just a lettuce salad is not going to fill anyone up. No. But a lettuce salad with quinoa and beans. Oh, my God. Remember our Chop Stop days? Is that yeah. the name of that place? Yes. Chop Stop. Oh, my God. I was thinking about going to the – there's one right here. Um, I'm hungry. Do we quit <laughs> this podcast right now and go? <laughs> nice talking to you guys. <laughs> um. Wait, what was the last thing I wanted to say? Oh, my God. A grilled portobello mushroom. 
I don't need meat. Like yeah, it's summer. You're so right. I love a grilled marinate that bitch and like some Dijon mustard or something before. Oh my god, grill that sucker up. You're it's delicious. I think I am excited about this. I think I just feel it's it's a hard topic because people are so attached to the foods that they love I and know, I don't want to feel like I'm saying tradition. like you can never have this or you know no, I don't want anyone no. to feel that it's way. About learning about where our food comes from, learning yeah. what works for us. I mean, food is like so ingrained in our like family life, our tradition, our our where we're located, what we have locally available to us. I mean, yes, it's a complicated subject. This but does, it's worth discussing on this, Glowing Up. This does bring me to my meal of the week. Oh, perfect. Please, I want to hear. It's it's wild. What is it? <laughs> a bowl of cereal with almond milk and blueberries. What? What the fuck-ass cereal? <laughs> what kind I of cereal? I found this cereal at Whole Foods. It's called... It's like it's pro. It says in big letters like protein and fiber, like flakes and crunch. I think, and is it okay? Yeah. So it's just like it's there's pea protein in there, and it's crunchy. Mm. It's a little bit sweet, and I have that with almond milk and like a t- as many blueberries as you can pile on in there or afford because so blueberries are so expensive. Oxidants. It's so delicious. Like I feel like. Because of the whole like carbs are bad trends, I've thrown cereal away, but. It's such a great meal. It's filling. It tastes good. It's easy. It reminds me of my childhood. Like there are so many good aspects to cereal. The fact that it's it's like it's low calorie. Like it's just I love cereal. I feel so high on my cereal kick. And if I don't have it for breakfast, then I'll have it for dinner. Like I feel like it's such a versatile, easy, cheap meal that tastes good i've been on a big cereal kick too it's so weird yeah i have two boxes that i'm working through right now what are they my number one favorite cereal i it's sunrise vanilla flavored and it's they have it at target and whole foods i think the brand it's not nature valley heritage flakes maybe Mm. i hate just saying it's my favorite cereal and not having an exact brand i hear it's fine it's the worst but it's sunrise vanilla and it's gluten-free and it's full of like quinoa like amaranth Mm. like the craziest grains and it's low sugar but it tastes so sweet and so what oh my god it's so good i think it's like six grams or something i don't know I love the cereal. It's been my favorite forever. It's a little pricey, but at Target, I think it's like $3. What do you do? You add anything? Oh, yeah. I got to cut up like a like a peach, whatever I have laying around the house. Girl, you fancy. Oh, whatever's laying around. It's not a big <laughs> deal. If I've got a plum, I'm cutting it up. Blueberries are, are of course, great. Mm-hmm. I used to be big into bananas and cereal, but I've kind of moved away from that. Mm-hmm. But I also have grape nuts. I'm sorry. I'm a lover of grape nuts. Damn. They're so bad. You need a lot of fruit. I will. I am slicing up the peach for sure in that guy. What kind of milk are we talking? Oh, almond, baby. Okay, good. Almond all day. I go to Costco and I get the almond milk, like, in a pack, I think it's like a pack of eight or something. Mm-hmm. Work through that baby. It's I'm almond milking it up all the time. I am like was so shocked at how much I loved cereal with almond milk and blueberries. Like it just felt, I don't know. I felt like I tapped into who I really am. I love cereal. Oh, I love cereal with almond milk and some damn berries. Oh, ooh, sometimes I do like a at Trader Joe's. I'm a big fan of their frozen berry mix. It's ooh. blueberry, blueberries, blackberries raspberries no strawberries i don't like a frozen strawberry too big too unwieldy mm. and also i'll put a little frozen berries in my cereal and it makes it like this like icy good treat oh my god Ooh, oh yeah 
Ooh is right. Well, that's appealing because if that really does work, then you don't have to worry about always having fresh fruit around, One. which is sometimes a stress. Oh, I always have a big bag of mixed berries in the freezer. But isn't it like... Oh, I'm getting kind of like the chills. Like, don't don't you bite into like? Well, once you freezer-y. put in the milk, okay. berries. Well, the thing about berries being frozen is so good. They kind of like melt fast because they're so small and delicate. Right, right. You know, sometimes you like suckle suckle on it for a second. It's the hottest day of the year, and somehow there's like chills going down my somehow, whole body because you're too too cold. Just the thought. <laughs> um. So I got my hair cut. Ooh. And whenever I get my hair cut, I'm always like. Asking the hairdresser oh, yeah. as many questions. Like, this is my chance. Just Everything. get those questions in. Everything. And I feel like I walked away with one huge tip that I'm maybe forever changed by. Oh, my God. She told me that she always – and this – I maybe have heard Kim Kardashian talk about this. So mm. maybe it's not that life-changing for people. But once I heard, like, a hairdresser look me in my eye and say it, I feel changed forever. Mm. She said that she changes her shampoo up every two weeks. Wow. So she owns, like, two or three different shampoos. And if you don't do – if you are using the same shampoo constantly, you will get a buildup in your scalp. Wow. And your scalp gets used to it, and you need to be switching it up. for Your, your scalp wants the change. Give it the change. That is also a justification for buying, buying more, more shampoo, shampoo. I know. I know. Which I love. Me too. I'm always looking for good, affordable shampoos. I really want to talk about this because I recently started highlighting my – I have highlights now this mm-hmm. summer. And I'm like – as opposed to before when I like haphazardly did them and didn't care about them, I'm trying to take care of them and get them – get a tone every four weeks, a tone and a trim, which is like I used to never get my hair trimmed. I used to be so bad at that, but I'm trying to be on my game. Yes. And my big secret is I – can I do I want to go pay hundreds of dollars for highlights and a cut and a this and a that? No, I go to the in if you live in LA, this is my big tip in Westwood, the Avita school. Oh my god, I've been. Oh, I love it. Yes, and I could afford like I could afford a real haircut, but I think it's cost prohibitive and I think it's too steep. It's it's like hundreds of dollars if you go to a salon. It's so expensive. And the Avita school, the girls are so good. They have like natural dye and they use the best Avita shampoo. And baby, I'm out of there for under a hundred every single time. I went to the one in New York and for a color like back in the day, and then I went to uh, the one in Westwood for a cut once, and I was really happy. It's like these girls know what they're doing. It's there's no shame. I mean, for me, like I'm always looking for a way to save money. Yeah, and that's like a big money saver for me. And then I and then I can I'm able to go get my hair. Whatever the point is. That one of the things that those girls told me is now that I'm getting my hair color, you cannot use shampoo with sulfates in it. And apparently most drugstore shampoos do have sulfates in them, except for there's those L'Oreal tubes and they're sulfate-free. They say it in like really big letters and they're for color care. So this has been a big thing to me because that's the only shampoo I've been using. So I'm not willing to spend more for a like an Avita shampoo or like another healthy shampoo that's not going to have the sulfates. So if anyone's listening and has any recommendations for shampoo that is sulfate-free, it's good for color-treated hair, smells amazing, I am love any thoughts, recommendations, just any wisdom on the subject. Yes. Because shampoo is like, a real big – it's kind of like a dark spot for me. Yeah. I, I would say the same. Hair in general is for me, and I feel like – the last two years, I went through a real transformation because I discovered that I wasn't, I was never getting a true lather in my hair. Mm. Like everyone who did my hair when I was like, when I would work on shows and stuff, they'd always kind of like 
try to hide how much dry shampoo they were using or like ask me when I last washed my hair. And I'd be like this morning, like I just was not fully ever lathering and I was never fully rinsing everything out. So now I'm really diligent about like getting a hardcore lather, doing it two times. You, which I have an oily scalp. Sometimes you got to do a double shampoo. Oh, I'm so oily. Well, I always thought the double shampoo thing was like a marketing trick to get you to use twice as much shampoo but Mm. now i'm a believer and i'm like i the first lather is just to like clear the base and the second one is the one that really cleans you out and lasts you for a good three or four days ideally and i um like now i'm really rinsing truly rinsing it all out so I feel like really lathering and really rinsing. Let's has talk changed. about this for a second. Yes. So my childhood, one of my most potent childhood memories, is my mom screaming at me and admonishing me anytime I had oil, an oily scalp, uh-huh. and like forcing me and taking me, like washing me, wash my hair, and telling me what I was doing wrong. So I've been, I've gone through this. It is about I never use conditioner. I, above your yeah, yeah, we know that like above the ears yeah. But like when I wash my when I'm washing the. I try to get that deep lather and I have so much hair. So it's like you're like in the back and it takes a long time. Like your arms get tired. But when I rinse out, I mean, they're all you have to. It took me so long to rinse it all out. And I'm waiting for that squeak feeling. Once oh. I get when I rub my hands next time you're in the shower and you're all rinsed out, rub your hands along like right here and you'll feel that squeak. That's how you know you're just like along your like right where your part is. Really? And you'll feel a squeak and you'll know you're truly clean. I am so... That's what I'm always like. At the end, I'm like, am I squeaking? And I squeak and I'm squeaky and I know I'm good. That... I am shocked to hear this. I can't wait to try that. I mean, oily... Oh, my God. Oily hair is so real. I have a memory from... Because I... I grew up taking baths and my mom would then, like, come in and wash my hair when when Mm -hmm. I was done, like, playing in the bath. And once my mom was sitting on the phone, this was like, that was my thing was like taking a bath and having my mom sit on the phone. It it was almost like an early podcast of just like getting to hear my mom have a conversation while I was doing my own thing. So she was on the phone. She like would not get off the call and I was ready to get out of the bath. So I'm like, okay, I'll wash my hair myself. Mm. And I used (gasps) the Dove body. But no, like the bar of hand soap. And I like rubbed it in my hair and was like, okay, I'm washing my hair. And my mom, like, literally scared the light. She was like, what are you? Like, she screamed at me. She was so angry. She like scared me for life. Was like, you cannot wash your hair with that. That is not the soap you use for your hair. Like, I know. It was fine. She wasn't really that mean. But it definitely was like, oh, I fucked up. That'll shake some truth into you. But our, I mean, it's good. You know, look, our moms are really... <laughs> a big part of this podcast is... <laughs> they're like the imaginary... We keep two microphones open in here for our for our mom's spirits. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would not be here if it weren't for my mom, my Persian mom's tips, tricks, and everything. Yeah, or my mom, every time she sees me, like, your hair looks dirty, or you need a cut. You know, she's just My on... mom always is criticizing my makeup application. <laughs> she always is finding something to point out that I did wrong. My but older it keeps sister me on, keeps me on point. But obviously. I have an older half sister, and she loves blush, and she like wears way too much of it, which is like, who cares? But my it drives my mom crazy. So it's oh so funny God. whenever my sister has a lot of blush on. I just my mom like can't stomach it. Oh my God! If I could just be a fly on the wall. <laughs> my mom's whole thing is whenever I like put lipstick on, she's she's been an OG overliner advocate like oh. pre Kylie. 
And she's like, what are you doing? You need to overline your lips. Overline. <laughs> she always is like, line it over. I'm an over. Oh, I can just hear my mom screaming at me about it now. But we digress. We're getting into our trauma. We're getting into our trauma area, which is not a great place for us. <laughs> your mom is such a legend I, in the beauty a game. Legend. God, I need like a one-on-one consultation with your mom. You do. Everyone does with Soraya. <laughs> She's a legend. Um. Okay, so I have a show and tell. Yes. I have two show and tells. Yes. I know. They're both the same area of item oh my god i'm so excited i I love when you do show and tells you're so good at it okay so my first show and tell is a it's very specific it's a it's a foundation brush now i have several because i think you can kind of get it from anywhere there's different like levels of them like price points the newest one I have is by Wet n Wild. It was $3. I got mm. it at Walmart. And I have a MAC one. And I have one that a makeup artist gave to me. That Kim, Shout out Kimber Blake. Follow oh. her on Instagram. She did our makeup for Alone Together. She was amazing. So let me explain. But but my point is, is you can get any foundation brush. I don't have a specific recommendation for one. Mm. But as you can see, it's like the flat brush smooth. they're always really soft yeah i don't really know how to explain I they're like know. an inch and a half tall from the tip of the bristle to the base of the bristle yes but if you google foundation brush yeah. or look wet and wild is specifically specifically called the foundation brush so it's i know you'll find it it'll be easy to find um although i will say their brushes are not they don't carry them everywhere that you kind of have to hunt them down this is interesting so let me explain why mm. Whenever I work on a TV show, I get my they do my makeup for me. And this is I've been doing this like the last five years or whatever. And there's always been something like very luxurious about it. And I could never put my finger on like why why is that experience so much better? Not just the way I look, but like why is that experience better than when I do my makeup on my own? And finally I just used my common sense and paid attention and realized that it is they apply my moisturizer and sunscreen onto my face with a foundation brush Mm. this makes the world of difference instead of like putting my dirty ass fingers Mm. on with like putting my sunscreen on with dirty fingers or whatever it is i just pump a little sunscreen into like on a tray or on the back of my hand dip my little foundation brush in like i'm you know monet whatever his name was Claude Monet. You got it. Okay. (laughs) It's been a long time since I was in second grade. So, and then I'm just painting my face with moisturizer, painting my face with sunscreen, and I feel great about it. I have a lot of questions. Please. First of all, this is controversial in my opinion that you're coming at us with the foundation brush (gasps) in the age of beauty blenders. (laughs) Because I feel like if you're listening and you're a fan of YouTube makeup tutorials, which Esther is and I am now because of Esther... There's a lot of beauty blender. There's a lot of beauty blenders being used. Sure. I hear you. And, and I and I'm a finger girl and I'm just starting to move away from fingers, which is like I'm way behind the game, I know. And I and I'm I just I literally just got a beauty blender for the first time like this week. I'm like stuck in 2005 over That's here. crazy. I know. I don't know what's wrong with me. But and I'm like still learning how to use it, but a foundation brush is like I don't know. I feel it like seems old, old school. school. Yeah. yeah. So here here's what I'll say. Did I ever mention that I was using it to put my foundation on? No, I didn't. That's true. You didn't. However, I do sometimes. Here's <laughs> – I I think that 
for me, the, the main purpose of this brush is putting on moisturizer and putting on sunscreen. Yeah. And wow. I will sometimes use it for foundation, but it doesn't, it will be a little streaky, I'll notice, and I'll use my beauty blender to, like, kind of dab over it. And do we wet our beauty blender? This is I, like a... Do, I will... Yeah, I think you can do it either way, but it's probably preferred wet or with a spray of Mac Fix Plus. And oh, and while we're talking about brushes in general, the washing of brushes is kind of like my albatross. <laughs> Are we supposed to be washing them every day? I I mean, I will sometimes go months without washing yeah. my brushes, and I feel so gross and like judge myself so much, and I like don't even want to use them because they're so dirty. But it's like I'm sorry, it's a pain in the ash. A pain in the ass to wash brushes. In the ashtray. It's a pain funny. in the ashtray <laughs> to wash. I'm sorry. I just, I, it's just hard for me. So that's part of why I like to have more affordable brushes so I can have more of the same brush so that I don't feel like I have to wash it all the time. But I, I don't have a strict washing schedule and I probably should. I just, when I've, I, I actually like washing them. It's like fun and kind of therapeutic. Yeah. It just, it's almost like scary because the longer I go, <laughs> the dirtier they are and like the worse it is when you do wash them. I just like a whole cycle of shame for me. I, I totally hear you. Um, I don't know. I'm curious, our listeners, how often do you wash your brush and how like strict are you about it? And are we using dish soap? Are we using baby shampoo? Are we using the beauty blender bar? I mean, there's so many things out there. Oh, are we using the Zote laundry soap? That's like a big one. I haven't heard of that. It's like this big pink bar of like really old school laundry soap called Zote. Hmm. And a lot of makeup artists use that and like rub it in the bar. And it's probably like one or two dollars at any drugstore. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The Zote laundry soap. I want to get one of those. We need to get that. I uh, I either use, I have a sample of the Beauty Blender cleanser, so I use that. Oh, yeah. But I also will just use shampoo. Just like regular hair yeah, shampoo. Yeah, I think I remember someone at the mat counter told me that back in the day. So yeah. I've just been doing that. And then my other show and tell Another is brush. also a brush. This is the this is a specific brand. So this one that will one's be beautiful. more simple. This is the Real Techniques setting brush. Interesting. Oh, and you're I, looking at a dome. It's a fluffy, but not too fluffy, and it's a dome brush, and it's small like an inch from top to bottom yeah it's a very small brush and i learned about this from a different makeup artist and i remember being like god i love that brush it's so soft if you want to feel it it's really nice and she's like oh yeah this brush is like so cheap i have a bunch of these like it's real and i took a picture of it and I probably have just like, felt it it was really nice yes i have like three or four of these and i use this you can use it. To, I use it to set my under eye concealer. Yep. But more importantly, I use this as my highlighting brush. This is. I'm so happy you just brought this up. I just scratched my face when I was clapping. It really hurt. <laughs> Ow! Ow! It hurts. We need to take a break. I just drew blood. <laughs> I'm really happy you just brought this up because I was. I've been using a fan brush for highlighter, and I think that that's wrong. I think we should all be using a dome brush. I mean, uh, wrong. I'm sorry. I don't want to use the word wrong. That's not. not your that's preference. an ugly word. Not my preference. Yeah. I. I have a couple of different options for highlighting, like the ones that are recommended out there. I don't like them. I even bought an Anastasia highlighting brush and I returned it. I hated it so much. Mm. This is not meant for highlighting, but for some reason, it's like the best brush for highlighting. Like I just... Dense, dense bristles, dense to, fluffy... Yeah. To me, this is my most versatile, like most used brush. I feel like I could use it for anything like... And it's... 
in the range of like five to seven dollars. It's where do you buy it online? They have them at Ulta. They have them、mm. on Amazon. They have them at Target at some Targets.、Um, I think you can definitely get it on the Target website. Like the Real Techniques brushes are affordable and such high quality. Like they're really nice. To me, there's no like clearer like star brush. Brand than Real Techniques. I know that Morphe is like big on the internet, but I just think that Real Te- Techniques quality of it's easy to get because it's on Target's website、mm-hmm. and Amazon. So I just, I love that. I'm a believer. I'm、oh. a brush. I'm a brush lover. Yeah, I think they can like make the world of difference. And I mean, it's just it's such a journey. There's so much to learn for me with brushes. And like as I've gotten better at doing my eyes and using eyeshadow palettes, different sh- different sized and shaped eyeshadow brushes. Are like a new obsession of mine. Oh, that's so foreign to and me. And it's so crazy because you'll watch. I have like kind of bigger eyeshadow brushes that are like for all over, and I have this one that's kind of like goes to a tip that I'll use for my crease. And I have like all these different ones.、But、then you'll watch these. I'll watch these beauty bloggers, and these chicks will take to their crease with like a pretty big brush, but they're just so talented. With their usage of the brush, it's almost like they only need one size and they can like make it work.、Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like struggling. I'm like, which size do I use? Which one do I go to? I mean, that would be my goal. That's one of my life goals is to become a better, because my eyes are one of my one of my best assets. Yes, one of my only assets actually. <laughs> Getting better, like when I when I when my eyes are beat and like snatched and look perfect, and I have like a whole like my crease is cut or like I have a liner and. The there's like a it just like looks amazing. It's such a difference in my face, but and I'm just working on getting better at that. It's a struggle. Well, I'm curious, how are you feeling about the beauty blender since you said you just got one? Well,、uh, I mean, it's amazing when you wet it. Yeah, it, it's really it is fun. It is amazing. Yeah, like it just is making everything go on a lot smoother. I mean, I'm having so much fun. I'm just having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> Putting on my, you like put on your under eye concealer,、mm-hmm. and then you like put on your foundation, and you're just like beating it with your wet beauty blender, and just like patting it into your skin. And I'm using, I'm still using a brush for my contour.、Mm-hmm. I haven't gone to the beauty blender for the contour yet, but I mean, beauty blenders are really for foundation and concealer, right? I think so. Yeah. What were you putting your foundation on with before your beauty blender? My fingies, baby. Forever, I feel like that it's, is it's unhygienic. It's like an I'm like an animal. No, but I feel like consistently that is like what people f- say is the best thing for you. But there's something I just don't like about the sensation of like patting my face with my hands. I mean, I do think the beauty blender is is setting it in your skin a lot nicer, right? But the、I、hands just, are just so easy. Yeah, I mean, I think like oh, I also have my silicone sponge. Oh, the Scylla sponge. I have a Scylla sponge. I have. I have a, a knockoff Scylla sponge. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I there is an amazing podcast called Natch Butte hosted by Jackie Johnson who is like my dream girl. I love her, and I did an episode of her podcast, and she gave me a Scylla sponge to、mm. review. And I like, I have a mixed. I don't know. I don't know if the Scylla sponge、it's, is for me. It's interesting. The thing about the Scylla sponge that's so amazing is it's so easy to clean. You just take that bitch into your sink. Put a little soap and water on that puppy. You're good to go. Yeah. Whereas, like, I look at a brush and a beauty blender, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Time to get into the grooves with this guy. To me, there is just something so luxurious about applying, like, painting your own face with、It's、a brush. Very, very luxurious. Like, I feel like a dirty animal when I'm touching my face with my hands, and I feel like Cruella Deville with. 
Mm, like, like holding a cigarette in a yes. long cigarette holder. But with a long foundation oh, brush. Oh, totally. The Scylla sponge is fun. It's my travel. I bring it in my gym bag. Let's just say that. <laughs> That's what I'll say. That's where your the banished products of yours go to. Oh, totally. My gym bag is filled with just the B-sides. <laughs> through and through, baby. Just the products that didn't quite make it into the A rotation. It's <gasps> just like the, it's the underbelly of my makeup collection. I um, have an email. We have an email here. Let's do it. That I wanted to read and give an answer to. Mm. Okay. Hi, Esther and Caroline. I am mm. a fan of both of your work, and I'm so excited about glowing up. Yay. I have a hair and beauty question for you. Mm. I'm in my good friend's bridal party, and it's in September. I've had unnatural, colorful hair since January and currently have blue hair. I'm pretty sure everyone wants me to go back to my basic brown hair for the end of this of for the end of summer and wedding. It's the respectful thing to do. Before then, should I go out with a bang with really crazy hair? In parentheses, I really want to do neon green for some reason before I go back to brown. Or should I start treating my hair nice so that it's glossy for the big party? Do you have any products you recommend for getting strong hair back? What's your take on those weird blue hair gummy vitamins all over IG? Is that just an expensive vitamin candy? Trying to glow up, Brianna. Hey, Brianna. Hey, Brianna. Girl, what Brianna, a great question. Maybe. Brianna, Brianna, possibly. Well, hair, as we did mention before, is not really our strong suit, but I, we do have some thoughts on the subject. For sure. Many thoughts. Um, Let's start with those gummies. Please. I would like you to take this one. I mean, look, gummy vitamins are cool, I guess, but what I assume is in them is really just biotin, mm-hmm. which is biotin is the a great supplement. I've been taking it for years. It really has helped with my hair. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Ever since I started taking biotin, I developed this insane patch of baby hairs all along my forehead. And, like, these little hairs right here at the top, these are all new growth. And my hair has gotten so much thicker since I started taking it. Oh, I love biotin. I'm a big fan. I think it's good for your nails. It's good for your hair. It's good for your skin. Biotin's a winner all through and through. Wow. So, I mean, you can get a biotin supplement anywhere. It's probably a lot cheaper than the The gummy vitamins. I mean, I I would just look up what's in them and do do it yourself. Yeah. Don't be a slave to what Insta says you should be using. I know. I mean, okay, fine. I'm like a little bit of a slave. I know. And they do look like they taste good. And I do want to try them. I do love the color. And when I think of them, I think of a very specific image in my head of like Kylie seductively nibbling on one. Yes. Which is intoxicating to me. I know. But (gasps) that hair is probably a wig. And those bears are full of sugar, probably. Probably full of sugar. So biotin in terms of supplements, I think is the most important. And a lot of people on the Facebook group have been talking about the benefits of collagen, whether it's having a drink with collagen in it, like a beauty drink or a supplement with collagen in it or foods that are high in collagen, which I'm blanking on right now. I think this is kind of like a mixed mixed topic because I did see someone say that the way that we digest collagen doesn't actually – it doesn't actually help the skin, but I don't know, like – I'm just saying I don't know exactly what the whole collagen. Okay, let's shelf that one for now. Yeah, we I've, need to... I've already gotten in over my head, and I don't even know what I'm talking but about. But if people do know about it, please email or Facebook us about it, glowinguppod at Gmail. Um, when I was talking to my hairdresser a couple of weeks ago, she – is hairdresser even the right – Is that makes me sound like so 80s. It's really just the woman hair that artist? cuts my mom's hair. Yeah, um, okay, fair enough. So she recommended Nioxin. 
Mm. which is a brand of shampoo that she said was available at the drugstore. And she said that that's a brand that is specifically good for hair growth. Mm. So I would look into that. That sounds like it could be an affordable, good option. But the the main question being, should she do another crazy color Yeah, or go back to her natural hair? I mean, girl, I love color. I love crazy. But for this one, I think that natural is best. Yeah. I do think that we all look best with what God naturally gave us. I agree. And I'm, I I bet that your natural hair is so beautiful and brown and luscious. And obviously you're you're dying it back to that. But I think you should honor that. And, and I think we should – I think striving for hair health and nurturing what you have. Yes. And bringing it to the shiniest, most beautiful place it can be should be your number one priority. I totally agree. And I also think it's like – you had blue hair. You had your fun. Like, let's now get back into the swing of it. Let's get that hair strong and healthy. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't know. What if you were like, okay, fine, I'll do one last hurrah at the circus and go to blue. What if your hair has a bad reaction to it? Or what if, like, something bad happens and your hair was a little too weak? Like, I don't really know the chem- like the chemistry of manic panic or whatever, but why risk it? Yeah. Let's bring it back and let's strengthen. let's strengthen the hearth and let's get down to basics. Yeah, I th- I totally think, like, go back, strengthen your hair. She actually, I just realized, left her Instagram. It's Brianna Collier. I'm gonna, sh- let's, let's take a peek. Let's blow her up real fast. Let's take a peek. And in terms of, while you're opening that up, in terms of hair strengthening, I know I do, like, a deep moisture mask once or, once or twice a week after I condition. And I think that coconut oil... When you slather your hair in some coconut oil, leave it in for a couple hours and rinse it out. I mean, you really can't get better than these basic things, as far as I know. Oh, my God. This girl is gorgeous. And her the blue shade that she has is so pretty. But I can tell already that she has gorgeous dark hair. And, like, she... What was that? Let me see that. Yes. I mean, look at look at her hair. It doesn't look oh so super gorgeous. damaged at all. It's really that is a really pretty blue color. Yeah, it's like periwinkle. It's really nice. Brianna Collier, B R Y A N N A C O L L I E R. Yeah, her and hair I'm is gorgeous. I'm sorry to say it. I'm a big believer in the fun of wigs. Whoa! Oh, have I never? Never. I mean, look, I can't afford like a human hair pink wig. But on Hollywood Boulevard, I have from from those stores on Hollywood Boulevard, I have a lot of really cute like pink bobs and like purple lobs. And I think, look, green hair sounds fun, but maybe if you want to like you have your beautiful hair and you nurture your hair underneath, but you want to have fun, throw on a green wig. That's amazing. And I feel like if I had like a fun wig collection, that would change up my whole game. Oh my god, it's so fun. They're like in chic cuts and chic colors. <gasps> and if you want to have fun, you just throw it on. Then you just don't even have to do your hair that night. You just throw throw it up in a wig cap, and you're good to go. What are like the price points we're talking? I mean, on Hollywood Boulevard, you can get wigs for like under thirty dollars, and they're really nice. We have to we have to have a wig day. I'm so down. I'm I've been dying for a new wig. I um, just I need one. My oh my god, I need a new wig. Now you've got me. Now you've got me really. You have a taste. I've for got a, a wig. taste. Another question that we had on and one of our emails was, uh, "What's our sleep like? How, how I think it was like how many hours of sleep do you get? I think that was the question actually. Yeah. Wow. And so I think we should just take a beat and talk about sleep for a second because sleep so is important. obviously huge for beauty. Um. I am a big believer in you get your eight hours 
and not a minute less. Obviously, that's not always possible. I I think I think they I think what people recommend is like seven seven to eight. Oh, really? Yeah, I think seven is okay. I think for me, eight and I'm like fully functioning and less than that, I don't love. But lately I've been getting more like seven, seven and a half. And obviously we have our days where we get five or six. But that to me can only be temporary because if I have five days in a row where I'm getting less than eight out, like less than seven hours of sleep, it shows up on my face. Mm. Like my under eyes are darker. Like I just see that tiredness in my face and that's that's a glow down right there. I'm I'm right there with you. I think eight is really good for me. I mean, eight hours. What I what, what can you say? It's the best. It's the best feeling. What are our thoughts on more than eight hours? What happens to you when you go into the nine or ten area of things? I am actually not capable. I do not. Really? I'm not an oversleeper. I don't take naps. Like, oh, I know that's I not naps. the cool, chic answer. I know that naps are trendy right now. Very trendy right but now. But I, when I wake up from a nap, like, I I feel like I've been poisoned. I'm very oh, disoriented. Absolutely. I just... I hate naps so much. I'm also then if I take a nap, it's just going to like reinforce a bad sleep schedule because then I'll be staying up later. I won't be able to fall asleep at night. And then now I'm back in that cycle of too tired all the time. When I wake up from a nap, I feel like I have to go to the emergency room. (laughs) It's like the most horrible feeling. I feel like the only way for me to wake, truly wake up from a nap is if I pounded like a super size iced Coca-Cola from McDonald's. Like I would need so much sugar and caffeine to like reorient that... It's just it's not even worth it. No. So, I mean, in terms of like a getting ready for a sleepy time r- routine or melanin, I mean, I'm just a good sleeper. Oh, really? So I don't I don't have like I don't do melanin or melatonin. Melatonin. Melanin is, of course, wrong. That's like skin. That's cancer? skin pigment. That's okay. right. <laughs> that was bad. Um, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> melatonin. I don't know. I mean, sleepy time tea. I don't know. I don't really need anything. I have a hard time falling asleep, and the way I'm like I try to tackle that is try to keep a consistent wake up time. Like mm. if I'm waking up super early, then I'll fall asleep and I won't have a problem. But if I'm getting extra sleep in the morning, I will my insomnia cycle will kick in and I'll be pushing those twelve becomes one, one becomes two, and I'm just like oh, yeah. can't sleep. Mind is racing. I'm on my computer, whatever it is. I will say since I've been like throwing on a beauty tutorial video to help me fall asleep like that has been a huge game changer in my lack of ability to fall asleep and i also i do take a little bit of melatonin as needed um especially if i've had coffee that day i'm like popping two milligrams of melatonin for sure really oh yeah it's to me that has been in the last 10 years like such a big relevant revelation in my Such life a big melatonin it's been a melanin. melanin in your life a me- melanin revelation um because i can't do benadryl or any of the like sleepy time drugs mm-hmm. over the counter because those will just knock me out and i'll be drowsy all of the next day mm. but melatonin like really just naturally knocks you out but i know it's not good to like overdo it so i just do it occasionally interesting yes for me reading like um, shutting off screens. If I get a book out within 20 minutes, I'm like my eyes are shutting. That's such a good natural sleep remedy. That's... I will say my insomnia go-to is is pulling up my AliExpress app. <laughs> On the nights I can't sleep, I'm cruising AliExpress. That's all I'm going to say. It's dark. I'm like looking up knockoff Brandy Melville tanks on AliExpress. 
they're cheap to begin with. Why do I need them to be cheaper? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ugh, but sleep, that's a good question. I feel like I don't have that much knowledge or wisdom on sleep to offer. I think it's just you have to figure out what works for you. If you need blackout curtains, if you need a good sleep mask, if you mm, need a earplugs. earplugs or a noise machine. Um, oh, white noise apps on your phone yes, are awesome. Those are huge. I definitely have learned, like, I cannot fall asleep to silence. For me, it's the – I watch beauty YouTubers. Um, you, I, you leave I, your computer open just next to the bed? I know. It's not – it's it's ugly. It's not like a sleep serene situation. I have a screen up as I fall asleep. I know that that is like a no. big no-no. I get it. But it's just – for me, it's what's working right now because I'm so desperate to fall asleep fast. I'm just sticking to it. Esther, I will say you did kind of ignite my love affair with beauty YouTubers. Really? Yeah. Like, I was not watching them until you opened my eyes to them. And I have come to view them as, like, a really relaxation, decompressing ritual. And I just, like, love watching them. Yes. And I feel like... We have to share some of the ones that you you should share with people, the ones that you shared with me. Because we got yes. that email a couple times. Well, why don't you tell me the who ones that, okay. you... Yeah. So the ones I watched, and you pretty much told me about all these people, mm-hmm. and I'm they're whatever. Jeffrey Star, yes, is my favorite. I just love Jeffrey. I know he's a he is pr- problematic, yes, and I totally acknowledge that he has a checkered past, but I'm so he's good on camera. What do you want me to say? He's so funny. He's so funny, and he's just and like just a like star. And there, yeah, he's just a star. And there's this whole like emphasis on luxury that I find like really entertaining. Mm-hmm. I just love him. And I people I know like the uh, a complaint that you often hear about Jeffrey is like that he's too into luxury items and whatever. But like he's if it's that's what he's character. into, he's allowed to be into that. Like I don't. I would never spend all that money on like a Louis Vuitton purse. Like I think that's crazy, but that doesn't mean that I should hate on someone else for doing it. No, it's a character too. It's a yeah. really good, well fleshed out character. Yes. I don't even know who he is in real life. And I don't <laughs> care. I like the character he's created on YouTube. Yeah. I really like do we like Manny MUA? Yes, I love Manny. He's so I feel like there's something so vulnerable about his spirit. I just love him. Okay. And I I I like Jacqueline. Jacqueline Hill is good. She can be a little repetitive with th- her tutorials, but I you got to watch Jacqueline. She's like a, a beauty queen. And shout out to that damn Morphe palette. That thing is the size of a pickup truck. It's so big. <laughs> I barely have room for like tiny palettes. I know. Where are you putting that thing? That, yeah. Like, you, that has to be stored under your bed. It needs its own room. It at that point, room. you need your a separate room for Dedicated your Dedicated half bathroom at least. Yeah. I'm I Kathleen Lights. Ugh. So Kathleen Lights is Esther's favorite. Yes. And I had never heard of her until you told me about her. And I find her to be the most soothing her voice is she has a little light Spanish accent. Mm-hmm. It's her voice is beautiful. She's so beautiful. She's like has like a more of like a she's like a very natural beauty. She's so honest. She is just very down to earth and grounded and she's cute and funny and smart and I like I'm truly in love with her. Yeah, I think you're in she's love with her. it's I know it is too that much. Was, it was apparent to all of us just now. <laughs> You're definitely in love with Kathleen Lights, and that's cute. That's fine. She's Cuban. My best friend oh, growing up is Cuban, Cuban, so she right. just reminds me of my best friend. I and love her. I, I'm not really into this. Like she's married to this. Like it is weird. Yeah, she's like, what is she? Like 19? No, I think she's like 23. She looks like 18. Yeah, she's and she's like, today I'm gonna do makeup on my husband. That was like a big trend, and yeah. he comes out and he is. <laughs> 
older. He looks like so much older. I think because she, she's talked about him before. I think she was he was one of her friend's older brothers, which is kind of hot. Yeah, I was like hot when I was in seventh grade, but I get it. <laughs> I mean, whatever, whatever floats her boat. She's cute. I'm not trying to dampen her spark. No, no, no. You could never. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but people Trump. asked. I think one of the email questions we got was like, "Who is a beauty YouTuber that you consistently trust?" And yes. for me, it's Kathleen. Yeah, she watch one of her favorites videos, one of her any like review. You can just feel her honesty. It's mm, so apparent. Mm. And she's also all about the drugstore, mm. affordable options. Like she I think is just she hits all checks all the boxes for me. Yeah, Kathleen is your number one. I recently discovered Amanda Ensing. Mm. She doesn't post as much, but I really like her vibe. I think she's like really cute and fun. Um who else? I don't know any other ones. I'm, like, really not up to date with this stuff. A lot of times I'll just type in a product I'm curious about, mm. and then that's how I'll learn new people. Like, yes. See who's reviewed it. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, well, guys. I guess we've reached the end of another episode. I can't believe it. Um, oh, it's been real and fun and beautiful. Thank you so much for listening and being in our girl group. Ugh, thanks for being our best friends. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I have no other friends. <laughs> you guys are the best. Today was like a really like businessy episode. Yeah, I feel like we just got straight to it. We hit the points we needed to hit. Forbes, Bloomberg Business Week. Like we were <laughs> on it, baby. Um, do you have a goal? Oh, oh, I haven't shared a goal. It's I been think a while. It's been a minute since <gasps> I shared a goal. I think my goal this week is to, oh my God, it's so hard. I want to mm, <laughs> work out, do another Barry's Bootcamp class. Okay. That's I mean, very attainable. It's just real. I yeah. just, another round of like high intensity cardio. I think that's so good for you. It really is. And it's just hard for me. Like I have to like really make an intention mm-hmm. and really it's, it's like, really have to visualize it it's not it, i do not take it for granted i think my you just one of those. need to trick yourself into doing it like i know you, I, like, I shouldn't treat it like such a big deal like i think you just need to not even think about it and mm. just make the pl- that was one workout trick i've learned where it's like don't even think about the workout think about putting your workout clothes on and like driving there but don't think about what the workout will be like mm, that's true i overthink it for sure that's helped me and just a reminder my goal is to like really head-on attack the vegan lifestyle thank you for keeping me thank you for keeping me uh accountable yes and reminding me to set an intention i appreciate that real I'll, friend it's it's our listeners who've reminded us as well in the emails. so thank you all right guys we well, will see you next week bye bye <laughs>